going to be another Apple-heavy episode. Uh, I don't want to make fun of the concept of content warnings by putting a content warning on Apple stuff, but, like, because I don't, I doubt that anybody, like, has any trauma, uh, like, triggers that that are Apple. I, but then again, you never know. But anyway. Yeah, and it's, women it's a... <laughs> that have worked for them do have stories. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. But, but mostly, uh, this is a, <laughs> you know, you're, you'll be bored out of your skull kind of thing. Even though we're talking about things that happen to be about Apple that are the broader, you know, economic justice kind of stuff. But whatever. No offense taken if you <laughs> skip this one. And next week, because there's an Apple event next week. So, yeah. <laughs> See you in April. <laughs> Spotify recently has been, uh, I don't don't know what they've been doing exactly. They've been making a stink for sure. They've been Um, attempting to ruffle some feathers. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They feel that, and I can't say that, it's such an awkward, like I have such mixed feelings (laughs) about this whole thing. The the summary of their position is, is very hard to make because they, I mean, yeah, I guess that you're supposed to negotiate by asking for too many things, but their um, uh, filed grievance has some factually incorrect or um, outwardly irrelevant kind of things. Like, for example, they're not allowed to make a HomePod app. I mean, no one is. There are no third-party HomePod apps. Hmm. Um, they uh uh, watch audio playback got good enough in watch os 5 um so they weren't being singled out by not being able to make a good watch app um prior to that more than anybody else was um and by the way since then a uh, third party developer used their api to make a better watch app than they themselves made so it was, hmm. you know it's like hmm Oh, and by the way, which was uh, on the store because it was, you know, an approved app that could be made. They had to take it down because they were misusing Spotify's APIs. <laughs> they don't have uh, problems uh, or, uh, you know, stopping people from adhering to arbitrary rules. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, finally, uh, Spotify is a, you know, it's a billion dollar company. It's not, they're not small. And... Uh, they are engaging in some very monopolistic behavior towards podcasting, uh, such that um, podcasts are a uh, slice of the Spotify app, like a tab or something. I don't know. I don't use it. Um, but we are not there because we only publish into the open iTunes directory, where the only terms of service we have to agree to is mark explicit content as so. Right. Uh, which we do for every episode. I like it's just in my API that it does that. Whether I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, go in looking for f bombs or anything. Oh no, and I'm sure I put some <laughs> in it in every episode, yeah. and it's mostly me. <laughs> that e tag is because of me. Yeah, but it's not like your other show where you kept it not and made video game sounds <laughs> over all of it whenever you yeah, slipped one out. <laughs> I, I occasionally had to bleep uh, a- any ones you couldn't edit around. <laughs> yeah, mostly I I think I mostly well it depended, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't even know. Like, so I think Spotify has to invite you. Like, I I forget, or at least that's how it was um, 
you know, back when yeah. I had a podcast with more than 20 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was true then. It may not be now because they also bought the um, You Need Nothing to Start a Podcast Service Anchor. Oh, God, they did. I missed that completely. Yeah. So getting into their directory now may be as simple as um, agreeing and then providing whatever necessary feed um, or using some interface. I don't know. Um, but more importantly, the reason we will never do it is, and it's kind of the same reason I don't like putting things on YouTube, is that even if you are not eligible for monetization, your content will be monetized for the platform provider right so there would be a pre-roll ad and or randomly inserted ads for which uh we would get no uh half penny compensation um <laughs> but they certainly would and i'm just you know completely against that i don't want any ads unless i get a free mattress out of it <laughs> free mattress free euros uh, so the uh, the thing we want to talk about uh, this week and uh, next week, Apple has their services event. So that's when we will talk about the broader anti-competitive stuff because Apple also has a music service. Um, mm. What we're going to talk about today is um, the 30% cut that Apple takes for any transactions you do uh, via their uh is it nay or nay, the thing that means formerly named? Uh, I, uh, I, I think it's nay. The, so the nay iTunes backend. <laughs> right. But more importantly, the hypocritical response that Apple had, just one part I'm singling out on this because mostly they're talking past each other and not addressing anything, mm -hmm. is that they say, well, we don't take a cut of things that are monetized via ads. Um and this is what really annoys me because, you know, so I am a uh, profitable but unsuccessful app developer in that um, I pay them my $100 a year. Um, I buy an iPhone every year um, regardless of need. Um, don't sell my old one. Keep it for testing. And between those two things, uh, turn a on-paper profit. <laughs> um, uh, Facebook, for example, pays Apple $100 per year and via their ad platform monetizes the ever-loving fuck out of their users. <laughs> um, some other apps we've seen. So, uh, in the weather category, you have apps that ask for permission data for completely valid reasons, um, show you no ads but log that location data and literally sell it out any consent or, you know, no informed consent because it wasn't some bullshit EULA that people don't read. Yeah, the, the one, one really shitty thing about the App Store is that if you want to read the privacy policy, that's a, that's a link to somewhere else. It's not encapsulated there in the app store so that so you're you're basically agreeing to something but you don't necessarily know what and earlier today i was looking for uh an app to remind me to i have to 
I ha- I have an antibiotic that I have to take three times a day at eight hour intervals. And I didn't want to like create three alarms for each time that I have to, which is what I ended up doing because mm-hmm. all the, all the pill reminder apps were like, well, we're going to sell your data. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, could I maybe pay you to not do that? And the answer was no. Now they're like, oh, well, it's encrypted and we'll only sell it anonymized. And I'm like, I mm, still no. <laughs> right. Um, so my, uh, proposal here, not that anyone's listening, is that um, <laughs> Apple needs to charge developers who um, freeload on the platform. And Spotify effectively is one of them because it's a free download for their app and you go off and give them money elsewhere because uh, because of the fee, which is, you know, it is what it is, which is the same thing Netflix does. Um but it's mainly because of, you know, crap like Facebook, crap like the weather apps, crap like those pill reminder apps, um, where it's, you know, it is, you know, Apple has the strong stance on privacy, um, you know, and, and it's almost uh, used as an excuse for, like, Siri being worse than her competitors. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and stuff like that. But when it comes to third-party apps, they're like, eh, fire beware, I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, I hate that. Uh, You know, it's like, I pay Apple 30 cents, or rather, I pay Apple 29 cents if uh, someone downloads one of my 99-cent apps, um, and I pay a, uh, what, like, 59 um, you know, it's, it's 30% rounding in my favor, uh, favor because, you know, everything ends in 99 cents, mm-hmm. um, you know, for any, uh, upfront sale or in-app purchase. And that is because I have a hard stance against ads as a revenue model because, um, people don't know what they're actually consenting to. Um, I don't think my photography apps should require mm-hmm. an internet connection, um and you know it's just a whole bunch of reasons i choose to monetize the classic way and by doing that i'm subsidizing like the literal bandwidth for the incredibly bloated binaries of (laughs) facebook you know which is like 200 megs yeah I gave Hearthstone a lot of shit for being huge, but at least I kind of understand. <laughs> at least it's all in assets. It, <laughs> yeah. Right. It has all those images and yeah. sounds and all that shit. But Facebook, like, it's probably just a steaming pile of uh, React Native, which, uh, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some people even, like, peeled apart the uh, Facebook binary and found that, like, there were duplicate frameworks included. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, because one team would include their local copy of it and another team would right. include theirs and they would both get linked and compiled separately. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you try, there are ways around that, but be that as it may. Yeah. Um, does how, how does it feel to, to be subsidizing uh, massive downloads from and fucking Instagram with like... I hardly used Instagram, and when I do, I just want to see my friends' fucking images. I don't want to see, like, a bunch of bullshit every other post. Right. And it's just like, you know, like, just let me pay you. You know, right. 
And Twitter, even worse. Like, the fucking promoted posts are always the worst. And you're like, what the shit? Who tweeted this onto my timeline? Oh, it was Twitter. Yeah. Oh, my favorite is for whatever uh, profiling gone wrong thing <laughs> on mine, um, I get... Um, and there's like seven versions of this ad, but I, I think it's Hillary Duff and something, something, some glasses internet service. And so is it targeted at me because I like women or you think I am <laughs> one? I don't know. <laughs> um, and on top of that, I have 2010 to 25 to 20, usually where they stop measuring vision. I am far from this market, even if it is misgendered. Yeah, it's such a weird... Monetization is such a weird fucking thing. Like, it ads are horrible. Uh, targeted ads are supposed to be more relevant to you, but actually they're just as bad, and somebody else has your data now. Right. Like, I've, I've never... Okay, it's not true that I never see a Facebook ad that I'm like, ooh, but, well, but I never that, click on them. that's because they uh, buy your Amazon history. That's true. And my Amazon history is it very, is very accurate. Extensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I, I, I can see why app developers feel like 30% is a very large cut of sales that they make, but... I think that they are full of shit and that for what they're getting, which is access to Apple users and our wallets and uh, in a somewhat. Uh, so I love using Apple Pay for things because only Apple has my credit card information. Right. Uh, so, like, so the store that held out for way too long was Target. And mm -hmm. of course, they had straight up credit card number leaks. Because, you know, they use that as the primary key to keep track of you as a person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah. Now, Granted, they make their um, rewards program ineligible for Apple Pay, despite the fact that Apple has provided ways to make them interoperate, because they'd rather have all the possible creepy data on you. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that all this external monetization is getting so desperate is because the floor has completely fallen out of ad revenue in general. So because on the internet you can track um, not only if someone saw the ad, but whether they clicked on it to like see the more information without getting bounced out, that information as well, and how far they got into a purchase in that process. And all those additional uh, phases down to um, whether or not they purchased, the payout rate for all of those prior steps has gone to literal zero. Not some infinitesimally small, you know, uh, one cent per billion impressions. Like, literally, the negotiated rate for displaying an ad is zero on most platforms right now. Like, an actual mm -hmm. zero. Um, when Crossy Road first came out, the uh, ads, the video ads that you would watch to accrue coins faster or whatever it was, um, mm -hmm. they, at that point, paid per play. So the developers, you know, did get their uh, penny per user choosing to sit through the ad. Um, the networks that they used in that, uh, Ad Colony and uh, Unity's homegrown ads, 
have also changed their payout for an ad that wasn't tapped to zero. But just including that ad SDK at all is still <laughs> perpetually transmitting data to the ad network. And if you're using more than one ad network because you're trying to maximize your monetization, which is why they're maximize, or minimizing their payouts, mm. um, you're feeding it to all the bad places at once. And it's just like ad-based monetization is already dead. Pretty much. Like it's it's if you're just selling user data wholesale um, because someone with a bigger platform, Facebook, um, can attempt to do something better with that data, then it's already over. You know, and we don't need to figure out ways to keep this method of monetization going. So, you know, like arguments that uh you know well it should be fine if you're only monetizing via ads um to freeload on the app store it's like well no because you're selling out your users and you're probably not even turning a profit on it yeah it's pretty much a huge bummer from both ends yeah so uh basically the rule i want is um at worst a flat 29 cent um payout towards Apple for a free app that is monetized by any other means. Um, and at best, you know, an actual um, progressive tax rate. I'm not getting my 30% worth because it's going, you know, to their bandwidth. And for, you know, these apps that do horrible things to even get the featured slots and everything. Yeah, if you were getting uh, curation <laughs> in a way that would you know, benefit you as a developer, that would be one thing. Um, now, granted, many, uh, probably most app developers absolutely do not deserve <laughs> to have their garbage apps promoted in any way. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's true that I don't know exactly what Apple is giving you for that, for that 29 cents on the dollar, uh, on the, on the 99 cent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, so their their bandwidth couldn't possibly cost that much. Their storage space couldn't possibly cost that much. Uh, yeah, and not only that, but like, uh, so my apps, I intentionally don't use any assets other than the obnoxious 1024 by 1024 icon they make us include for some reason. Um, so all of my binaries are one megabyte because that's how big a 1024 by 1024 PNG is. And Apple only needs to store one <laughs> copy of your app or, you know, a yeah. hundred if they have a hundred CDNs, but that's, you know, that's their trade-off to make. Yeah. So if I were paying, you know, per byte, I think I would do okay. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be interesting, uh, especially given the bloatedness of these ad networks, like to charge by the, by the byte, like... Right. If you have a massive binary that's monetized in some way that might be shady, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you should pay for that with a with a download tax. Yeah, because uh, you know, Apple just released a commercial about uh, privacy, and it's it's a good cheeky commercial. It shows a bunch of scenarios in which like people don't think twice about privacy. You know, it shows uh, like uh, 
you know, there's a, a guy at a urinal and another guy comes up and he goes and picks the further one. A uh, woman is applying her makeup in her car and then uh, as a passenger, they made sure it was her as a passenger. And yeah. someone looks over and she rolls up her window, you know, you know, just stuff like that. Or, you know, how like you're in a diner and you're about to say something private. So you, you know, start speaking quieter at each other. Yeah, <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> but like when you're on Facebook, no matter what you set your alleged privacy settings to, oh, yeah. so like your in real life enemies can't see what you're saying <laughs> shit about them, you're still screaming it at Facebook's algorithms. Yeah, this is this is straight pretty far from Spotify. But there are so many problems around monetization, and and it used to come up on uh, unconsolable a lot to an extent that I eventually found really boring and I hoped we could move away from because it seemed like kind of a pointless thing on a show about video yeah. games. Um, well, if there's no money to be made, there's no games. Yeah, that's true. And I do want people who don't necessarily have a bunch of ready cash to be able to play games. So alternative monetization schemes are like... Yeah, but the other thing is uh, the... Uh... Uh, the in-app purchase model, even with the 30% cut, has also given us the rise of the predatory microtransaction. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let, let's say you go with my uh, proposed system here and you have, uh, you, you pick your, uh, you pick your contract with Apple per app and, you know, you could change it anytime you want to change it or whatever, um, but you could either do uh, upfront uh, uh, forfeit thirty percent, um, uh, free for real. So uh, free download. You paid your hundred dollars, and there's no monetization in the app whatsoever. Uh, you know, so this you know you could still you know have your uh, senior design project and all those kinds of apps that are right. Your your app is for exposure, right? And you know I've uh, worked on some of those, and that's you know what that's for, and that's fine. Um, and of course, if you violate that, you should be subject to certificate uh, revocation, not like rejection, revocation. So your apps don't even launch anymore because you've been found to be naughty. Um, <laughs> and uh, you and if you offer in-app purchases, you can either offer them at thirty uh, percent to Apple or at cost, which at Apple's scale is better than whatever you can do unless you're Amazon, like literally unless you're Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but you would have to pay, uh, you know, a flat fee per user or a or better yet, a progressive uh, fee uh, per user. And that would be great because I think that if you had to pay 29 cents to drop an ad network in your app, that there might be more paid upfront games and if they were the norm it would just be better overall for everyone that's true it's it's very easy to be alarmist and say that well if they couldn't make free to play games with horrible ads and predatory um IAPs and stuff then like there just wouldn't be any games but i really don't think that's true I think there would be less of certain kinds of games and there would definitely be fewer clones of certain <laughs> kinds of games. But people, uh, the in general, the people who make games l love making games. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what they really want to do. And they're probably not going to stop doing that. And most of them, uh, and I've talked to quite a few, 
would love it if they could just charge a reasonable price for their game such that they could, you know, have their players pay it once and be happy with their non-annoying game and still, you know, have dinner. Right, yeah. <laughs> have at least two meals a day, if not three. <laughs> um, and and everybody could be much happier. But that uh, is, is not the world we're in currently. Right. And... You know, it just seem it just seems like, you know, for all their talk about privacy, Apple isn't interested in caring about the crappy stuff that third party things do, as long as they're not overtly against the current rules. But You know what would be interesting is if Apple charged for outgoing network transactions <laughs> from the phone because most of those are going to be harvesting user data to sell to somebody else like what what else uh, and and you could exempt um data data that you're only sending to iCloud right uh, cuz cuz that's you know the user's backup like i was thinking mm. like a lot of these pill reminder apps like store your data on their database right Despite the fact that developers are allowed to store two terabytes per user of iCloud yeah. data, like, and that's included with your hundred ducks at the, uh, you know, your annual developer fee, like you can store anything you want in iCloud. It's just that you don't get to see it. Only the user does. So you can't query across it. That's what I want. Exactly. <laughs> like I want it to go to I'm fine with it going to iCloud so that it can sync to my other Apple devices. Um, and so, to some extent, sometimes you can do some Windows something, but not really. But I don't care about that. That's not important to me. I don't want to like access my pill reminder on my Windows computer. Like it's just not interesting. And and like, so one of them, like the database was in Germany, GDPR. I'm like, well, okay, that's not so bad, but I still don't like them. I don't like them. I don't want them selling my data. Yeah. Um, so if, if you, uh, if Apple monetized outgoing traffic, like Facebook must be sending just gobs <laughs> yeah, of information. Because right. <laughs> not only, so they're sending a lot of data to you, um, all your friends' posts and pictures and little videos and shit like that. But they're also harvesting, like, everything they possibly can about you as the individual and storing that. And, like, I'm still not over, and I will never be over when Facebook was like, so we want to, like, buy some medical information and then try to link it yeah. back to human. <laughs> like, we want to de-anonymize. And, and this is the shit they're willing to say out loud. Right. <laughs> Like, like we found out about this. <laughs> yeah, like we would like to violate HIPAA up to the line. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We're not doctors. <laughs> uh, so, so since uh... you mentioned uh, outbound traffic, one thing I've been advocating for since I like started web development and discovered uh, all the terrible things uh, that are possible with it is, uh, and. Uh, Someday I have to like do a proper talk on this, but I would like same origin policy to apply to outbound stuff. Cause right now, so same origin policy is this thing where if you have a uh, fetch or yield Ajax request in a uh, website, if you open a URL connection to something that isn't a subdomain of your current domain, um, you don't get information back by browser policy. Um, 
And there's also some stuff where, like, you can set up whitelists, um, which is also a bad word. We need to uh, kind of, like, master slave. <laughs> we can go with allow lists. That's, yeah, that's allow, what we did it allow at lists, UC Riverside good. when we introduced a new email system, and it had what the vendor called white and black lists. We changed that to allow and block lists. Yeah, that's much better. Um, but anyway, I think same origin policy needs to go to sending the request itself because so i uh wanted to uh we're we're uh redoing our intranet at my day job again which seems to be my life redoing <laughs> intranets um mm. and sharepoint's analytics don't work so <laughs> uh i wrote a javascript to uh do it because you know being the controller of the site i can uh, drop some JavaScript in the template, but uh, I didn't want to actually write any C sharp or anything that would run on the SharePoint hmm. farm. So I had it talk to one of my LAMP servers, which has, you know, it it's still in our network, but uh, has a completely different domain naming scheme. So the last two pieces are different. Um, you know, they're uh, edu instead of org, and. I realized that that did not stop me from doing what I needed to do at all because all I was doing was in JavaScript, I would create an image whose address was a zero by zero clear PNG on my remote server with a bunch of arguments on the end of it to tell it, uh, you know, what page was visited and what was clicked on on that page. Mm. And... I got all the data I needed, IP addresses, the page it was loaded from, you know, the clicks that were taking place, whatever I wanted. And this didn't violate cores or the old same origin policy with Ajax because I didn't give a flying fuck about getting data back from it. I was just sending it off. And that's, I don't know, that there you can definitely see potential for evil in that because you have to, at some, at some point, you have to wonder what why are you sending data from your application to someone else? Now, a right. lot of the times you're sending it to Google because you want back Google Analytics, but you're also selling out your users right. to Google. And and are you sure you want to do that? And yeah. most of the time the answer is yes, we're very sure. Shut up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't want to listen. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's <laughs> and and it's it's such a weird uh it's a weird thing and we should uh, as users be very suspicious of who is sending our data where yeah. and what can be done with it. So in iOS, oh, maybe 12, uh, Apple added that if you want to include HTTP not S uh, calls in your app, you either need to allow list them or uh, apply for an entitlement to get all of them, but in that case, you have to like be a browser, like mm -hmm. as your app type. And this is one of those things where it's like, you know, like the whole HTTPS thing is like, I get why tech companies are fighting this fight to make everything HTTPS. And, you know, now we finally have free certificates. So, you know, we can just do this. But, you know, people aren't sniffing Wi-Fi traffic to the extent that people think they are. They're just buying it wholesale. 
Yeah, who who would bother sniffing? <laughs> yeah, why? Like that takes a marginal amount of effort versus spending. You have to like be on location for that, right? Yeah. Like any any uh, any exploit that requires physical proximity or physical access is like almost inconsequential. Right. Not not entirely. I mean, it depends on the context and blah blah blah. But like. If you have to take my phone from me yeah. <laughs> to steal a certain kind of data from it, I'm not that worried about that. I have bigger problems if you're taking my phone from me, probably. Yeah. Like, you're stealing my phone. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's all, it's basically, uh, the entire internet is very upsetting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily have to be if everything... If we had a sane way to monetize information, can we I mean, can that... we use a less ableist word there? Yes, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's such a tech thing too. Like, I know, I know. Yeah, I, that reminds I'm, I'm me. I'm being a tech douchebag, and it's I, terrible. I, I have to email Schiller about this WWDC's language, but go on. <laughs> right. If we had a sensible <laughs> system of monetization for for information and services, um, obviously we can't expect every user to pay a dollar for every single thing that they use, but like surely we can come up with something. I mean, maybe I don't personally know what it is. Yeah. But like so not to call out this person specifically, but um they did mention on your show and I know you know who this is, so please don't blurt it out, that you know, they have their hypothetical little girl who they are trying to serve with their game and make fun for uh but the thing about that is, uh, I mean, so you're making a free game because uh, that little girl presumably doesn't have an iTunes allowance or, you know, she certainly doesn't have her own credit card. Uh, right. But it's also illegal to monetize her via ads. And it should be. Right. <laughs> that's super okay. Like the persona of a minor is a very, and that's what you call it in the UX world apparently, is a persona where you imagine specific like all the characteristics of a user and what they want what they do and how they interact with things and it's like okay so if your persona is like a 25 year old network administrator mm -hmm. <laughs> you can serve ads to that guy that's fine and it's always a guy i don't know these so many like if mm. ux personas are probably rife with sexism but anyway the the persona of a little girl and how so it's cool it's very cool to make a game that will be fun for a specific kind of little girl that you think is like great because uh, you know little girls are great um but then when the next step is okay how do i monetize this how do i monetize this child right <laughs> then it gets awkward and if it's well make her bother you know make her bother her mother <laughs> <laughs> until she hands over the uh itunes login like okay you know, i i don't really have that's you know from time immemorial that's how cartoons monetized me <laughs> when i was a right. child <laughs> yeah or but, those horrible American Girl dolls, uh, and I had one because I was just spoiled enough that I had an American Girls doll. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the whole like uh, uh, it's Copa, but I I forget where the extra letters are. Just like Hippa, uh, you know the the thing that like 
if you show ads to persons under 13 that you're not something with them is like a checkbox that everyone just flagrantly ignores because I mean come on you're not asking your users their age and if you are then that's not binding anyway because anyone can enter whatever the hell they want on those screens yeah there isn't any real kind of verification for that so it's kind of yeah. It's it's all like paying lip service to it, and yeah, we should probably get to <laughs> the Apple stuff. Well, well, the the point is that it's that, that this isn't about Spotify. I don't give a flying fuck about Spotify. It's right about that there are problems with Apple's uh, talking out of both sides of their mouth on uh, privacy, on monetization, and the whole thirty percent that there are solutions they could find but they don't appear to be interested in them because they've been selling services as their uh path to growth in the era of iphone saturation and that's what we're going to talk about in detail next week after they release a bunch of goddamn services yeah that should be an interesting one and by interesting i mean boring for a lot of you yeah <laughs> Uh, but we are going to take some time at the end to talk about the nice thing they did today. <laughs> yeah, they're going to take some more of my money at long last. Yep. And there are other announcements in this, but this is the one that I was personally invested in for yes. a really long time. There is finally a new iPad mini. It is the iPad mini 5. It has a current soon to be one year old. <laughs> but anyway, for right now, right this second, let's be grateful for what we have. <laughs> um, a current processor, uh, it's not like really that compromised in any particular way, except that pricing for bumping up the storage is bananas. Uh, yeah. But that's typical mm. Apple. Um, but it's, it's actually a device that I'm interested in using. The one thing that really kind of bothers me and that I <laughs> bet against on our on our bingo board or whatever, um, it, it, it does come with pencil support, which is great, but not pencil to support. Like I was really hoping Apple would take this opportunity to standardize on one of the pencils. <laughs> yeah. Which and the obvious choice would be the new one. They did not. Right. <laughs> I really wonder why, but I'm sure because it's cheaper. But, you know, that sucks. Yeah. So they also followed my prediction that um, they would be releasing an iPad in the exact casing of the uh, iPad Pro that was bigger than 10 inches, but smaller than 12, <laughs> uh, which was also a Pencil <laughs> One device. So now there's like... There's three iPads. Yeah, it's actually with, with pretty Petzl confusing. One support, and they're all named ridiculously. And it's like, so back in my day, there was the iBook and the PowerBook, and they each came in a bunch of sizes, and there was overlap in the sizes, but you could tell by the different names and different materials that one was the I need a computer computer, and the other one mm -hmm. was I need to abuse the hell out of this, and it's probably not powerful for what I enough for what I needed for today, even at that kind of thing. And they were priced accordingly, and, you know, you could tell them apart. But <laughs> the unforgivable thing they did here was they named this new iPad in the old iPad Pro case <laughs> iPad Air. <laughs> right, so you have your choice now. iPad Mini, okay, fine, it's smaller. iPad, mm -hmm. uh, okay. iPad Air, now Air. 
<laughs> what does that mean? Does that is it better than the iPad? I mean, yes, but there's no way to know that from the Air name right. unless you remember several years ago when they first introduced the Air and they were the newest one and blah blah blah. And then there's uh, two iPad Pro models. Well, the iPad Pro in two different sizes, right? And that middle part, the iPad and the iPad Air, is I could imagine that causing a lot of compu- of consumer confusion. And those are both Pencil One devices, and yep. it's like. Why <laughs> Why would I want one over the other? You have to actually look at the specs and then understand that A12X is like the... Well, 19th. it's not the X, it's just the okay. A12. A12 is the 2018 yeah. processor and A whatever the fuck the 10. iPad has, A10. That's older, okay, fine, 12 is larger than 10. But still, like, it's awkward as fuck <laughs> to have those two models sitting there in the middle of the line. Yeah, and the fact that the iPad no suffix didn't get an update is, yeah. you know, just just more infuriating Tim Cook Apple where like, hey, here's this year old thing we're not dropping the price on. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, they never drop prices anymore. They used to sometimes. Yeah. So like as components got cheaper, your computer that was made of components would, <laughs> right. <laughs> would get cheaper. And yeah. it was like, cool, okay, never again, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, screens don't get cheaper. They're sort no, of... No, and that is a large expense. Yeah, and the system on the chip is made by Apple, so they decide what the price on that is. <laughs> well, yeah, but like... <laughs> and I think aluminum doesn't fluctuate that much, or they just eat it if it does. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. It's... I'm still going to buy it, the iPad mini. But yes, like... because it serves the important role of the small one. That's very, right. it's, you know, it's unambiguous in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wanted the small one. Yes, that is and the point a, of it. It's a perfectly reasonable iPad. I probably am going to bite the bullet and get the one with the larger GBs. That is an ancient reference, kids. Um, <laughs> and, uh Yeah. But the pencil one thing ruffles my feathers a little. Yeah, that's just... And you know, like, them giving it the A12 being, you know, the current chip means that, you know, they're they're throwing you a bone because it's going to see another three years before the next update. Which <sighs> means they're going to be making pencil ones for Ugh. at least three more years. It's so bad. <sighs> And they don't even, like, call it Pencil 1 and Pencil 2. Like, that's what we call no. it. They're just it's Apple Pencil. pencil. Yeah. Ugh. I don't need to... Ugh. Yeah. The roundy one. <laughs> Is it a hexagon or an octagon? No, it's yeah. round, but it has one side. Oh, right. That's right. It's yeah. only flat on the... Yeah. And then there's the Logitech uh, crayon, which I might get because uh, it's a little bit cheaper. I don't know if that works with it. I thought that only worked with the iPad no suffix, the education but, model. Oh, because like li- like literally, like yes, it wouldn't there's, work with there's other... a oh different sensor God. in it. Yeah, because it, it's RF. Of course, of course, it would be like that. Yeah. So I'm probably eventually. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't draw really, so maybe maybe I won't get the ninety nine dollar pencil, which by the mm. way has never dropped in price. Right. No, the new one Again. is just one twenty nine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the new keyboards just cost more than yep. the old ones. Uh, so yeah, it's <sighs> it it's what we wanted and expected and equally frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what we wanted and what we expected, and we're mad as hell about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so just wait till next week's episode. Oh God. <laughs> 
All right. We've we've abused our listeners' ears long enough. No, we told them to skip it. <laughs> true, true. They were only here if they wanted it. Yeah, you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs>